A Florida woman is charged with battery after throwing lettuce at someone. A Florida man was arrested for repeatedly calling 911 to arrest Joe Biden. A Florida woman led police on a high-speed chase and then threw a rubber snake at them. A Florida man charged with murder wants to apply makeup to his facial tattoos. And some singing Florida school cafeteria workers got a surprise visit from Vanilla Ice, also a Florida man. These are the weird stories for Friday on Weird AF News. And they're all out of the state of Florida because it's Florida Fridays, baby. Weird AF News is the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian and the only daily weird news podcast that does Florida Fridays. All the weird stories from Florida this week. Here we go, everyone. A Florida woman was arrested for throwing lettuce at someone. Lettuce. A St. Petersburg, Florida woman was charged with felony battery It's felony, huh? Lettuce. This is after she used a bag of lettuce during a fight. According to the Pinellas County... Pinellas! Usually the star of our stories are the Pinellas County sheriffs. This sheriff claims that Barbie, age 51... Barbie! That's such a pleasant name. Every Barbie I've met has been amazing. I would never imagine that a Barbie would attack me with some foliage. Barbie went to this man's house... Around 2.37 a.m. Around 2.37 a.m. So she arrived very early in the morning. She began yelling at the man to get out of the home. At 2.30 in the morning, you got a Florida woman outside your door telling you to get out. That can't be good, no matter what her name is. Uh, Apparently, when the man told Barbie to shut up, (laughs) Barbie threw a bag of lettuce at the man. His door must have been open. He opened the door at 2.30? You got an angry Florida woman outside your house? Do not open the door. Uh, He probably just saw her with a bag of lettuce. He's like, maybe she wants to come in and make me a Caesar salad. Late night Caesar salad. Oh, that's scrumptious, right? Especially after you've had some of them Florida chemicals during the evening. You want to wash it down with a lovely salad. So she threw the salad at him after he told her to shut up. The bag of lettuce hit him in the chest, according to the deputies and the CSI report. There's no video of this. Uh, The affidavit said there were signs of a chemical. Can you guys guess what it was? Can you guess what Barbie was under the influence of? It wasn't Italian dressing, I can tell you that right now. It wasn't a good, nice, delicious balsamic vinaigrette. Nope, she was under the influence of alcohol, according to the deputies. And that's the end of the story. Oh, man, I need some more details. This is just the tip of the iceberg. (laughs) Come on, guys, tip of the iceberg. Oh, there's more facts, uh, but they remain hidden at this time. <laughs> right? <laughs> the name of the man remains hidden. Barbie was charged with uh, assault with a lethal lethal weapon. Huh? Lethal? Guys? Huh? Come on. The puns, right? This is good stuff right here. Only on Weird AF News. Oh, I love this story. I just wish there was more details. I really do. I want to know how this goes down. I've done a lot of stories in Florida where people attack somebody with food. Remember the fried chicken story? The birthday cake? I mean, there's been so many. I could do a just a whole special on people battering each other in Florida with food, I think. I would love to know how this all went down. And how does it hurt someone? A bag of salad. Can anyone answer this? Did she slip a corn cob in the bag or something? Radishes are a little hard. Maybe there was some radishes in there. (laughs) I wish I knew. 
A Florida man was arrested after repeatedly calling 911, asking them to arrest Joe Biden. I don't know if this man knows how 911 works. Although I never thought to call 911 to arrest a president. I've wanted to. Let's get some more information about this Florida man, Jacob Philbeck, age 29. He was arrested after making a series of calls to the Pinellas County 911. Pinellas County, star of the show once again. Oh boy, can we just flush Pinellas County down the toilet, please? Okay, so he called the 911 system requesting that President Biden be arrested. And he also requested that former drug kingpin El Chapo be freed from jail. <laughs> this guy has a lot of requests. Uh, he also ordered a chicken pot pie to be delivered from Boston Market. <laughs> they, uh, they didn't give him any of his requests. Surprise! Police say this guy, Philbeck, was initially told that, quote, the information he was providing was a non-emergency situation. That was, that's a nice way of putting it. You know, because 911 can't tell you you're a dumbass and hang up on you. They have to maintain a certain, certain decorum, I'd imagine. They have to be kind of polite. Sir, the information you're providing is a non-emergency situation. And they warned him, please don't make similar 911 calls. But this Florida man apparently did not get the message because he called 911 again. And again, he said that, quote, President Biden needed to be placed in prison and El Chapo needs to be freed. Free El Chapo. <laughs> Help. <laughs> Following the three or more calls to 911, deputies decided to pay him a visit around six in the morning. <laughs> Something's afoot here. Let's pay this man a visit. Now, when the police arrived at Phil Beck's home, during that same moment, he was on the phone with 911 again. He had made another call, but this time his call was cut short by his arrest. He was taken to the county jail and booked on the charge of misusing the 911 system. Now, in a way, I'm a little disappointed that you can't call 911 and have politicians arrested. We're kind of powerless when politicians act out. We just have to vote them out. You should be able to call 911 on the bad ones, though, don't you think? That'd be amazing. Just call 911 on Putin. Why not? Okay, we have a big reveal in this story, guys. The big reveal is the person who called 911 on Biden is not this guy, Phil Beck. It's actually Governor Ron DeSantis, who's <laughs> also out of his mind. A Florida woman led the police on a high-speed chase and then threw a rubber snake at them. Martin County Sheriff's deputies had their hands full on Wednesday morning. It began with a very high-speed, dangerous car chase that ended in a multiple vehicle crash with many injuries. And then the driver got out of her vehicle and threw a rubber snake at the deputies. I guess she thought they were Indiana Jones or something. Rubber snake? Sheriff William Snyder said it began with what he believed was a routine traffic stop. A deputy on a motorcycle tried to pull over a pickup truck. The driver hit the gas. The deputy said that he chased the truck for about five miles, and during that chase, the driver rammed another truck, causing it to flip over and injure three people. Those victims are expected to be okay. But then the last part was completely unexpected. Here's a quote from Snyder. She came out of the vehicle, the driver, and instead of surrendering, she threw what looked like a, a real snake at the deputy. We thought she threw a real snake. Investigators say the snake was rubber. And uh, she threw it just moments after the deputy put away his gun. If she had thrown that snake when the gun was out, I tell you, we may be talking about a police officer involved shooting right now. You don't be throwing snakes at officers. Are you out of your mind? 
Exactly. You don't throw snakes in Florida. You throw gators. You just throw gators. <laughs> Remember the story about the guy who chucked a gator through a Wendy's drive through window? People in Florida just chuck gators around like they're, I don't know, ninja stars. It's unbelievable. This is a fake snake, though, a rubber snake. Uh, the driver is facing several charges, including multiple counts of aggravated assault and aggravated battery of a law enforcement officer, although the snake is fake. There's no charge of scaring the officer. Like it just it seems like just a scare, really. Uh, <laughs> she throws a rubber snake, and the police are like, "I'll see your rubber snake with a rubber bullet. How about that?" <laughs> I don't think that happened, but it would be appropriate. A Florida man charged with murder wants makeup applied to cover his facial tattoos while at trial. West Palm Beach, Florida. Five important rulings are expected more than a decade after a man was shot to death during a drug sale in West Palm Beach. The suspect has yet to go to trial, and his lawyer has a list of requests for the judge, including allowing his client to cover his facial tattoos. Um, the police say someone called about hearing gunshots and seeing a man in a pickup truck who appeared to have been shot. A second victim was also reportedly shot. That's according to the arrest report. Officers found the pickup with Jake Duchesne dead and someone else with a shotgun wound to the thigh, etc., etc. This is the history of the what went down. Uh, a couple days later, they picked up Anthony Jamal Williams, 27 years old. And uh, now cut to years later. This guy's uh, about to appear for trial. Why it took so long, who knows? Uh, it's Florida. There's just a lot of criminals to process, man. Can you imagine? Well, like 25% of your population is involved in felonies. This is what you get. <laughs> Backed up. Also known as retrograded. Now we have the Florida man on trial for murder, and his lawyer is making a request that he have his face tats covered up with makeup because he says, quote, it creates a risk that a defendant will be convicted based on his apparent bad character instead of evidence concerning the offense with which he was charged. The facial tattoos on Mr. Williams may be perceived as gang tattoos. These tattoos include various symbols, the words outlaw, and a tattoo that resembles a firearm. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, because that's what this guy's lifestyle is all about. It's it's written all over your face, as the song goes. <laughs> He's got gang tats and firearm tats, and uh, yeah, and then he used a firearm, <laughs> killed more than one person. I don't know. I I don't think he should be allowed to cover it up. To be honest with you, I don't know all the details of the case, but <laughs> I don't know, guys. Call me conservative. But I'm not really into helping out an individual like this. Um, now, how's this going to work? Generally, the state of Florida can compel the defendant to openly display their tattoos to the jury. They can actually make you display your tattoos. However, it says in order to do so, there must be a foundation laid before a demonstration of a tattoo can be admitted before the jury. So... It says here, the existence of Mr. Williams's tattoos is not relevant to any fact at issue, including identity. At the time of the offense, there is no evidence that Mr. Williams had these tattoos. The eyewitness in the matter did not identify the defendant based on any tattoos either. Oh, this is very, very complicated then. Okay. Well, I guess we'll find out soon enough. They're going to have the hearing today, May 20th. Uh, Curious as to what they'll do about this. What do you guys think should be done about this? Should the guy be able to cover up his tattoos, his gang tats, and a firearm tattoo on, on his 
cheek. <laughs> Call the show 646-450-2012. This is very tricky. Yay! Singing Florida school cafeteria workers get a surprise visit from Vanilla Ice. Ooh, an uplifting Florida story. An adorable group of Florida cafeteria employees who've danced their way to TikTok fame got a surprise visit from a local Florida man, Vanilla Ice. They're called the Lunch Lady Squad, and they're at Wellington Landings Middle School. They've drawn a huge online following for their playful TikTok routines and uplifting attitudes while preaching a culture of kindness. Wow, a group of Florida cafeteria employees getting famous while preaching a culture of kindness in Florida. This is lovely. I don't think it's working, but... <laughs> uh, Vanilla Ice, you might not know, is a Wellington resident. He uh, saw the workers dancing to his classic Ice Ice Baby in one TikTok clip. He decided to make a surprise visit to them on Wednesday. Here's a quote from uh, one of the employees. I had no clue, no clue at all. None of us knew. It was so cool. That was just amazing. It was a good, it was a very good feeling, you know, meeting Vanilla. Amid the shrieks of delight, Vanilla Ice revealed his presence and set off another dance party near the cafeteria's freezer section. The rapper exclaimed, hey, we got a party in the lunchroom. That's my Vanilla Ice impression. <laughs> now that the party is jumping. The lunch ladies told the local media that they make an effort to give students a side of warmth while giving out their food every day at the school. According to Vanilla, they are creating this environment, and that goes to show you they work hard. They're great, you know? They inspire these kids, put a little dance and a music on, and it just lightens up the whole day, you know? I'm not talking about girls were hot wearing less than bikinis. I'm talking about cafeteria employees, you know what I mean? One cafeteria employee named Barbara said the kids appreciate her upbeat persona and her encouraging presence while they're at school. One of the eighth graders told the media, I see Miss Barbara as a best friend. So I'm always like, hey, best friend. And she's always like, hey, baby. And that makes me feel good. There's good things happening at this cafeteria in Florida. It's nice to know. Vanilla Ice's surprise visit also made a bit of musical history. While he's performed his signature hit countless times, he, he has never done it in a cooler fashion. Yo, yo, that was the first time I ever sang Ice Ice Baby in a freezer. I'll tell you that. Hey, thanks for being with me, being with us, all of us, enjoying this Florida Friday episode. Hope you're having a nice weekend, or you had one, or you're about to have one. And I want to thank everyone who sent me Florida stories. I got a lot of them. It was too many. I was bombarded with Florida, Florida news articles, as we say in Boston. I was bombarded with articles. <laughs> Anyways, it was tough to decide, so I, I did an extra one. I thought that'd be nice. Anyways, uh, oh, thanks and praise. Time to give give thanks and praise to Daisy May Eaton, who joined the Patreon. Daisy May Eaton. What an amazing name, isn't it? Daisy May Eaton sounds like a character in, from Gone with the Wind or something. Daisy May Eaton. Anyways, uh, I want to send some love and a big shout out to Daisy May and, uh, let Daisy know how much I appreciate her showing this gratitude, showing her support for Weird AF News. And uh, please enjoy all the extra weird content in the Patreon, Daisy May Eaton. I'm sure you'll find something in there to keep you amused. I put a lot of different weird content in there. So 
There's something for everybody. There's actually too much of it. It would take you, uh, I don't know, it would take you months and months to just get through it. There's a lot. Kind of. I like to keep it going, you know? Anyways, uh, also Daisy's going to get her name on the closet wall. Write your name on the closet wall, Daisy Mae Eaton, on AKA My Studio. You guys know the joint. Uh, if you guys want to join the Patreon like Daisy Mae Eaton and um, make my weekend stellar, then go to patreon.com slash weirdafnews, or you can download the Patreon app and do a search for weirdafnews. You know how to spell it, right? You guys are hip. Uh, if you go to weirdafnews.com, too, you can join it. There's a lot of stuff you can do over there. You can submit an article to me. You can send me a message. You can buy me a cup of coffee, all those things. Anyways, enough solicitation. Uh, let me just take a moment to let you know how much I appreciate you spending some time with the show today. Uh, without my listeners, I would be nothing, really. With This show would be nothing. It's all about the listeners. You know what I mean? So uh, we'll keep it going. I hope you enjoyed the Florida Friday story. If you want to email me, it's funnyjones at gmail.com. Follow me on Instagram at funnyjones. And if you'd like to call, because uh, one of these stories really made you uh, irate or inspired, uh, the number is 646-450-2012. Leave us all a message. Don't drop any F-bombs, please. There's children in the room. <laughs>